Hey everybody, I think it's Wednesday when this is going up. Uh, it is Jordan and it is Will. We are talking today as the video that you clicked on with the putty thumbnail, um, it, as, it, as it tells you, we're talking about wide receivers the Vikings can go get. And I kind of tried to set the thumbnail up as a little like West Side Story, like trade and free agency, which is my Will's department versus the NFL draft, which is my department. And I'm sorry that I put so much emphasis on the draft. I just, I just love it. Cause I'm a dweeb, but, um, I, I let's just dive. It's so important. You have to draft well, or you don't win Super Bowls. Cause guess what? Will this is when Super Bowls are won. There you it's go. True. Cash the check. I said day. the catchphrase. I said the catchphrase. I did it. I get my money now. Um, I get to feed my family. But uh, let's just go ahead and dive in. Let's start with a, with a free agency option. I think there's one that is floating around a lot. Vikings fans know him. They hate him. They're familiar with him. Um, I, I guess I shouldn't spoil it. If you want to talk about somebody else, talk about who you want to talk about. I just figured he was on your list. But um, yes. who's your like number one target? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's a, a few guys that I think the Vikings should look at in free agency. I think, for me, I think Alan Lazard is probably number one, and that's that's who uh, who you're referencing, right? Vikings yeah, 100%. The fans love him, they hate him. They, they know he's a good player, but also he played for Green Bay, so of course we hate him. Um, Alan Lazard is... I think he's a good target for the Vikings because here's what I'm thinking with, with wide receivers. If you're... If you're Justin Jefferson, you want somebody opposite you who has, at least this is where I'm thinking, getting in his head. You want somebody who has been there before. Alan Lazard has been in the league. He's professional. He knows how to do his thing. And he's also a threat. You can't just get a, you know, a veteran who doesn't have anything left in the tank because if that was the case, I think Adam Thielen would probably be the guy that they would just keep. Um, he's a fan favorite. He's beloved in the locker room. Um, he's done it for a decade, but he's going, you know, he's, he's declining in terms of his talent and his terms of his ability. Um, so I think looking out outside of the organization is important. And I think Lazard would bring that veteran plus production plus, you know, ability to be a one on a day when Jefferson is shut down. Lazard is by no means a, you know, top tier wide receiver one, but he can definitely suffice for sort of a replacement one or a, you know, a very, very, very valid number two. So I think he's somebody who the Vikings should look at. The other one that I just want to throw out there, it kind of came into my head today was Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, kind of a little bit out there. He's He wouldn't be my favorite pick just because of, some of his past off the field antics and frankly on the field antics. Um, but he had a productive season for Kansas city. If I'm remembering correctly, he was his, he was their top receiver, not in terms of pass catcher, but um, I think he was their highest yardage receiver this year. Um, could have been Hardman, but I think it was Juju. So those two guys, I think I would want to look at if I'm the Vikings um, to have that guy opposite of Jefferson. Yeah, I like the Juju like conversation at least because you did see last night in the Super Bowl. Oh, well, coding this on Monday, uh, you did see on Sunday in the Super Bowl that. I mean, like in the second half, Juju really came alive, and he kind of is already playing that. Hey, they're triple teaming our first choice you're yeah. the second guy and i think he plays that role really really well 
Um, Alan Lazard kind of scales me. I'm about to say something that sounds incredibly stupid after I just praised Juju Smith-Schuster. Alan Lazard kind of scales me because, you know, he's played with Aaron Rodgers, and, and Aaron Rodgers' whole shtick is he, he buys time for receivers to get open, and that's something that you might not have the luxury of having with with Cousins as your quarterback because he's not going to extend plays the way that Aaron Rodgers has throughout his career. And so I know that sounds dumb because I'm talking about Juju Smith-Schuster like he's a golden goose when he plays with Patrick Mahomes. And, and Patrick Mahomes is the king of extending plays at this point. So I get that that sounds... But like uh, Juju looked good with Big Ben and Big Ben was by no means, you know, fast or mobile. Like he was how to tackle, but he wasn't fast or mobile. So um I, I think that I like Juju. I don't think that that would happen. I feel like he's gonna command kind of a higher price tag. Plus he might just want it he might like it in Kansas City. I mean Patrick Mahomes, yeah. his brother loves TikTok. So you know that he's already got that like, you know, they got something to talk about at practice. Like, you know, oh look at this TikTok that I made with your brother, like that whole thing. So maybe that plays into it, but um, I, I do think Alan Lazard is, is definitely worth a look, uh, for Quasi in the front office. If you wanted to go with yeah. the draft, there's, I don't, I, I'm going to live on a wing and a pro it's before the combine. So like some of these guys are going to run like in the fall threes and their draft stock is going to shoot through the moon and they're going to go from being like, maybe they'll be there for the Vikings to like, they're locked in the top 10, sure. but Zay flowers out of uh, Boston College is just he's so dynamic and he's so like shifty and he's like he he's a different skill set than Jefferson like Jefferson is kind of everything that you want and Zay Flowers just seems to kind of be like he's twitchio if that makes sense like I would rather have Zay Flowers take a kickback than Justin Jefferson because like it's not really Jefferson's yeah. game um and so I think Zay Flowers could come in. He has returned punts, but like I don't know that you would want him to do that. He didn't do it a lot. I think he had some fumbles, so I don't think that he's going to come in and do that. But I do think he could come in on day one and immediately if they decide, well, we're going to triple team Justin Jefferson, Zay Flowers gets open. He beats his man out of the slot, out of the outside. It doesn't matter. He goes. He's a smaller guy. Think like Halvin out of Florida you know, for the Vikings. Um, yeah. He's a smaller guy, but he, I mean, he catches the ball contested very well. He, and like, he's just so twitchy. It's crazy. I love watching twitchy wide receivers because you'll see them at like the five yard line with three guys around them and they'll make all three of them fall down with like a few moves and they, you know, do their little jog into the end zone. So Zay Flowers, I, I want him to run like in the foul sixes. It does no shot he will, but like I want him to just that way NFL GMs will be like, no shot. And then the Vikings can take him at 23. Oh, we can maybe even trade back and take him. Um, since you gave two options, I'll give my other one. And it's also a smaller wide receiver who I think will be there for the Vikings. And it's Josh Downs out of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, he's, it's the same thing. I actually almost like downs a little bit more. I, I question if that's because downs has like an NFL quarterback throwing him the ball, um, in Drake may, who's probably going to be a top 10 pick next year. Um, and that's why he looks a little bit better than flowers to me, you know, the untrained eye, if you will, but it's the same thing. It's the He's small, but he still fights for the ball at the point of the catch. He's twitchy with the ball in his hands. You can get him on end rounds. You just want to get the ball in his hands and let magic happen. And I have no doubt that 
he he would be able to get open against one-on-one man coverage whenever they put three guys over Justin Jefferson. So um, you're going to hear that a lot this off off season because I do think that's the key thing the Vikings offense needs is a way to beat teams when Jefferson is eliminated from the game because that was kind of the way to beat the Vikings is if you can stop Jefferson, you yeah. can stop the Vikings offense. So those are the two guys that I really like coming out of college. Honorable mention to Rasheed Rice. This will be my final thought, and then I'll pass it off to you. This one will be a quicker one um, for me anyway. Um, Rasheed Rice out of SMU. Um, he reminds me a lot of T. Higgins. He's just a big body guy. He, I mean, he's not slow by any means, but he's not as twitchy he's not going to make guys miss in the open field but he'll go up he'll catch the contested balls you can high point the ball to him because he's he's a big wide receiver and I think he could be another he's you know like a he's like a fast tight end he's that kind of a wide receiver that you know like I said I think his NFL comp would be a T Higgins like ceiling and I would love T Higgins on the Vikings I think T Higgins is really good I wanted him the year we drafted Jefferson so um that, those are kind of like my names to watch in the wide receiver department, if you will. I think all of them could be number twos on day one. Well, and, and just so we're clear to, you know, for everyone listening here, Jordan mentioned two of those guys, two of those three were small, smaller receivers. Just so we're clear, small receivers still play. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we're not into the world of, you got to be 6'3 and, you know, 220 or anything like that. A.J. Brown is a freak. He is uh, – he's an anomaly. If you look at the receivers across the NFL, it's it's speed, it's explosiveness. And, um, I mean, guys that are that are little in the NFL, I mean, Devontae Smith, we talked about him in the yep. previous show this week. He's uh, – you look at him, you would never imagine he plays professional football. Um, so – little guys can definitely still play, especially if they can burn it. So really final thought for me would be, you know, we, we mentioned in the show on uh, uh, the one that dropped on Tuesday, the, uh, the potential to trade for Jerry Judy. It was something that, that Jordan mentioned um, depending on, you know, Denver's plans this off season, it could be a little bit of a pipe pipe dream. It could be too expensive um, especially with the team that only has five draft picks this season and Quasi's already made plenty of trades. And so draft capital isn't exactly just, you know, flowing out of the barns right now. Um, but it's, it is something to consider, especially if, you know, you, you could potentially throw in some players for a trade like that. So Jerry Judy would be an absolutely, he would be a home run, um, across yeah. from, from Justin Jefferson, uh, I mean, you mentioned T. Higgins. I wrote a piece a couple weeks ago about wide receivers the Vikings should target. Just because I was feeling spicy, I put T. Higgins in there because he uh, he plays for a Cincinnati team that's going to have a lot of payment to make in the upcoming years, especially to Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase. And with one year left on his contract, Higgins potentially could be the odd man out. And so if the Vikings were feeling real aggressive, he could be somebody they could go for. But again, probably too expensive for a guy that could be, you know, wide receiver one on a lot of yeah. different teams. I want to I wanna push my chips in. I know I said I was done, but I have to say this. Go all in. Trade for Higgins. Trade for Jalen Ramsey. Just push all the chips in the table. And if we don't win a Super Bowl, we absolutely tank in 2024. I mean, we, go, we are worst team in football by a mile. And I think... Uh, Alchi Manning will be eligible for draft at that point. So then, boom, bam, we just won the Alchi Bowl, 
oh, we won the Super Bowl. So, you know, you kind of have, you have both ways. So I'm all about trading for T. Higgins or Jerry Judy and putting all the chips in for this season. Yeah, I mean, you know, quasi has been on the record of saying he doesn't want to go full Rams and, you know, he probably will not do that. Um, but, I mean, you know, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, the idea of winning a Super Bowl with a highly compensated quarterback, um, at least relatively speaking. And as at least as of now, Cousins is still sort of a highly-ish compensated quarterback. And after watching Matthew Stafford win a Super Bowl in a year in which he led the league in interceptions and, you know, isn't exactly – I, I, th- I think he, I think his, his value was elevated by the team he was on. So if the Vikings were to really just go in and build a juggernaut around a very, very good quarterback in Kirk Cousins, you could win a Super Bowl. Um, and I last thing I'll say here is I hate to say it, but Patrick Mahomes, he played great on Sunday, but that was a team win. Um, it was one of those games where I was thinking after the game, I'm not sure if he should have been MVP because I thought maybe Nick Bolton should have got it. Or, yeah. I mean, the run game was was all was all in and very productive, very effective. Um, he got he as in Mahomes got a lot of help from the big punt return um, from Kadarius Tony. So, if you have a a roster around a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes and makes the right plays. You know, Mahomes was not himself yesterday insofar as he was hobbled. Obviously, I would still take injured Patrick Mahomes over Kirk Cousins. But um, yesterday just showed that winning a Super Bowl, yes, it requires an elite quarterback much of the time, but also it's, it's still very, very much a team game. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. Um, I'll plug the sponsors. Uh Shop Unified. They're a good company. Follow the show at LTB Vikings and, and follow Will at Will Bad Lose. Check out the Bad Loser blog and also VikingsTerritory.com for um, just really, really good sports content. I, I We haven't really done an off-season together. I'm assuming the Bad Loser blog, I don't see like Vikings or Skull or anything like that in there. You, do you cover like the Twins and the T-Wolves at all? Um, you know, right now, just because I'm working with Vikings territory, I'm focusing very much on the Vikings. Um, but you know, I'm definitely not, you know, like ruling out the possibility of writing a little bit more about the twins. I've done a little bit of blogging for twins daily. Um, I wrote a piece about the Timberwolves last playoffs. So, um, especially this time of year where it's, you know, twin season already is starting to ramp up a little bit and Timberwolves season is, is kind of, you know, reaching the climax here with the playoffs around the corner. Yeah. You could potentially see something about baseball or basketball in the, the bad loser. Absolutely. Blog. I knew you were, I knew you were a baseball guy. And so I wanted to just throw that out. Yeah. Start sprinkling the seeds of summer. Um, I'm up, me and my brother are already, we're already booking golf dates cause it's, it's coming sooner than you think. I mean, we're halfway through February. So, um, it's wild. All right. Um, you good if I close this down? Yes, sir. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Watch all of our videos. We'll have another one out for you tomorrow. Uh, skull, y'all.